Psalm 90.10 says, As for the days of our life, they contain 70 years, or if due to strength, 80 years. So if that's the case, what can be said about somebody 99? (laughs) Nevertheless, death is still the last enemy. It's a robber and a thief. And it's no less difficult and painful for those left behind uh, just because the life that has passed was uh, full and well-lived. Uh, the sense of, of loss is real because the loss is real. I think about, everybody, you said, uh, hold on to the memories. I think about the positive impact that Hank, uh, along with Eleanor, also, full of many years, had on the life of our church. We still have we still have something in our church called Eleanor Salad. I, I don't know if it's we have Eleanor Salad <laughs> still. Um, Hank and Eleanor actually gave the first. Uh, our, this church started in in our living room, Robin and myself, and we were in a couple of rented spaces before we came into this building, and um, um, Hank and Eleanor gave the first. Uh, $25 to the building fund, <laughs> $25 a building fund, and it actually, it actually pushed us in a, uh, in a way, nudged us in a way that we needed nudging, because when they gave uh, $25 to the building fund, uh, we didn't have a building fund to put it into, and we weren't raising the money or anything like that, and so when we had the $25 for the building fund, we, I felt like we needed to have a, a meeting and a vote to decide whether we were going to aim for a building or not. Is, that, is this something we want to do? And uh, so we did. We did. And, and uh, you know, here we are. So uh, thanks for the nudge. <laughs> thanks for the nudge. Uh, Hank was a, uh, especially in years past, when our, when our kids were at home, uh, Hank was a, a grandfather, was really a grandfather, to a, particularly to our daughter, Ruth, who's here. Uh, we couldn't, uh, Hank always, I think it had, you know, this is an example of his friendliness and, and uh, so forth, but I, I think he always had something in his pocket for her. And, but we, there were a number of, there was a time there, a, a, a season there, where we couldn't, over, you know, for a few years, that we couldn't get our daughter to sit with us at, at church, uh, be, always be sitting with, with Hank, particularly. Um, when she was a little, when she was a little girl, she saw picked up something on the television. It was a weather report, and they said something about Lenore City. And she, and our daughter said, "That's not right. If there's an Eleanor City, there should be a Hank City." <laughs> and so, My, my own relationship with Hank uh, always reminded me of the reality of, uh, of Christian fellowship, the reality of it, the, you know, the reality of the, the bond that exists between believers. Uh, because uh, I don't know if you picked it up or not over the course of years, but, but he was something of an Alabama fan. Uh, 
which made me, whose uh, affiliations are more local, uh, his natural, really his natural uh, enemy, right? You know, it, so, <laughs> to me, it is, you know, the, I sang, you know, sin had left a crimson stain. He washed it white as snow, you know. I, but, uh, but nevertheless, you know, in, in Christ there's no Jew nor Gentile nor no Vols nor Tide. And uh, it was amazing to me that we got on as we did with that, you know, the way he was about the Tide would aggravate me about most people. <laughs> but we had, we had I'll, I'll, I'll tell you one thing. I, there was a, uh, a, a time that... Uh, well, it's all too common now, but there were, a, it was like 11 years where Alabama had beat 10, 11 years in a row or something like that. And, uh, and it was always a, you know, I knew what was coming at me the Sunday following. You know, I, I knew what was coming. And, and after the year, the, the year that, uh, you know, that Peyton Manning on the first play of the game threw to Joey Kent for that 80 yards, whatever it was, 80 yard touchdown. And, and uh, and the balls didn't look back. I, you know, I just decided that I wasn't going to say anything to Hank. I wasn't going to say anything to Hank and at all. And I didn't. And I didn't. And uh, someone in the church a few weeks later asked me, "What's the pro- what's going on between you and Hank? There's a problem of some kind. What's going on?" I said, "What do you mean? There's no problem with me and Hank." And he said, "Well, well, you haven't." said anything about the game and it's been two weeks or three weeks whatever it was I said well you know I just decided not it's not going to do it you know because these past 10 years you know <laughs> been rough on me I, I've kind of not dreaded in a way go, dreaded going to church that Sunday because because uh, I knew Hank would be waiting for me with uh, and and I said I just decided not to do it and and the uh, and the guy told me the other fellow in the church he said well that's cruel I said, what do you mean cruel? He said, hanging that Damocles sword over his head all this time, you just need to say something to him and get it over with. <laughs> you know? So I have these, uh, these memories, of course. You know, uh, what, a, what, a, what a friend and, and what, a, um, what a faithful friend uh, to me and to the church here. And, and I only knew... I only knew Hank for about 25 years. <laughs> you, you speak to him every day, or almost every day. Um, the loss is greater. And it's real, and I'm not up here to say it's not real. We grieve, but not as those who have no hope. We grieve as those who have hope. Hank has left you with a, a great gift. He's left you with a great gift because his, his faith was in Christ. Jesus said, Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you. If, I'm sorry, if it, were, if, if it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and take you to myself. That where I am, there you may be also. And you know the way to where I'm going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know 
where you're going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And then later on, Jesus says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. The gift is that uh, your father, your grandfather, your friend, Hank, is he's among those that Jesus speaks to there. And his faith was in Christ, so he's where Christ is now. This morning, I, this of course all very fast, and we've kind of cobbled things together here, but um, this morning I went through my files and I actually found uh, Eleanor's uh, funeral message, a funeral, I found the, the papers from that. And by, by the way, hers was the first, you know, I told you about what Hank and Eleanor did, you know, kind of kicking us off, nudging us uh, to, to get this place here. Uh, Eleanor's was the first funeral service we had here. And, um, and, and actually, Eleanor, I, I didn't remember this, but when I found the notes, I realized that Eleanor had, uh, had kind of dictated or decided her, what she wanted at her funeral service. I had uh, conducted the, uh, her sister Margaret's funeral at uh, Seahorn Chapel, and uh, Eleanor said afterwards, she said, that's exactly what I want. I want you to say those same things at at, uh, at my funeral, and I had I had used that day uh, this story from uh, Luke seven, where it says, "Soon afterward, Jesus went to a town called Nain, and his disciples and a great crowd went with him. As he drew near to the gate of the town." Behold, a man who had died was being carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow, and a considerable crowd from the town was with her. So you have these two crowds coming. One is with Jesus, and one is in the part of this funeral procession, and they, and they come together. And when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her and said to her, Do not weep. Then he came up and touched the beer, the funeral beer, and and the bearer stood still, and he said, Young man, I say to you, arise. And the dead man sat up and began to speak, and Jesus gave him back to his mother. I'll tell you what I love, and I'm sure I said this at Margaret's funeral, I said it at Eleanor's, I'll say it now. What I love about that passage and that episode is that most of the time when Jesus heals somebody, uh, he does it out of compassion for the one who is sick or the, you know, he does it out of compassion for the person who's actually, uh, that he actually heals or, he, or raises from the, the dead. But in this one it says, the, the focus is on he had compassion on her, on his mother, which is the one left behind, which is you. And especially you who are sitting up here in the first three rows. Uh, And it says he gave him back. He said, young man, arise. And it says he gave him back to his mother, which again is, is your part. And listen, 
Jesus, and here's the promise, here's the promise. Jesus will do for you what he did for that mother. He will give you back your father, your grandfather, your friend, whatever it is, whatever Hank is to you. It, it, we do not grieve as those who have no hope. We grieve those who have hope. There is... Uh, Hank's faith in the gospel, that I hope yours is faith is in the same gospel, means that um, there's resurrection in the future. There's reunion in the future. So in Christ, our goodbyes, these goodbyes like this, are, are not forever. They're just for now. And, he will and the Lord will give him back to you. Put your faith and keep your faith where his faith is, where his faith was. His faith is sight now. I want to, well, I want to show you one more thing that Jesus said, and then I'll close. It's John chapter 6. Jesus says, And this is the will of him who sent me, that of all that he has given me, I lose nothing, but I raise it up on the last day. For this is the will of my Father, that everyone who beholds the Son and believes in him may in him have eternal life. And I myself, Jesus says, will raise him up on the last day. That's our friend. And our father, grandfather. I want to enclose in prayer with the prayer that I prayed. I'm going to say I just found these, kind of found these notes. I was surprised to see them. I don't keep complete notes, but I want to close with the prayer that I prayed at Eleanor's funeral, but I'm going to put Hank's name in there. So let's pray. Lord, we commend to you the soul of our beloved Hank Colbert. And while we are saddened by his loss, we thank you for your love for him and for the promises of your word that he is with you and that we can look forward to reunion with him one day. We pray for those in the family for whom the loss is the most hurtful, the most real, who feel the sting of death in their hearts right now. And the tears in their eyes tell us it's there. And we ask that they would draw comfort from the assurances and promises of your holy word. Let them be comforted in their time of need by your Holy Spirit, with the peace that is beyond our ability to understand. Lord, we appeal to you in the name of that same Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior and your Son. Amen. The um, graveside service will be uh, tomorrow at 11 a.m. at Seahorn Chapel in the, do you, what do you say, is that Dandridge? Is, what do you say? 
Seahorn Chapel where? Dandridge? In Strawberry Plains, but uh, that'll, be, that'll be tomorrow. If you'd, it's okay if people come, okay. All right. It's a beautiful place. I've been there <laughs> a couple times. Let's, uh, let's close in prayer. Father, we thank you once again for Hank's life, for a, for a life well lived. Thank you for his faith in you. Thank, thank you for the assurance and the comfort that gives all of us who are left behind. Father, we do pray for the family particularly. We pray for the peace that passes understanding. We pray for the peace that comes with understanding of knowing and having that same hope, that same assurance uh, that, uh, that our dear one is with you now um, and that we have a reunion to look forward to, real reunion to look forward to someday. Father, we, uh, we thank you. We, we commit ourselves and our loved one to you once again in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. Amen.